feel real bad because I want to read some of those one-star reviews that complain about how we don't take the movie seriously. And I'm like, I'm Let's ready to get into rip it. into this movie yeah. too. If, like if this will be another. they can watch what we just watched. I know. I know. Seriously. So let's get into it. Let's do this. All right. Okay. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the 500 Greatest Films Podcast. My name is Hector Navarro. Sitting across from me is my good buddy, Mr. Keller Knobloch. Say hi, Keller. Hi. And our guest today is a wonderful movie critic, movie reviewer. You know her from all over the internet. She's got a bunch of podcasts. She's about to plug them right now. Our second Collider guest in a row. Yes. Because we just had Perry Nemiroff here. Wendy Lee Zaney is here. Yay. Thanks, guys. So excited. Thank you are the you. studio coordinator at Collider. Mm-hmm. And you also do a bunch of podcasts. Uh, some really cool ones. We were just talking about them before we started. Uh, one about like cool geeky merch and things. Yeah. What's the name of that podcast? It's called Geek and Glitter. And it kind of correlates to my blog, which is also by the same name, Geek and Glitter. And mm-hmm. we talk about makeup, fashion, because... From like a geek perspective. From a geek's yeah. perspective. Love because it. Now, now it's kind of blown up. Like Disney yeah, bounding is definitely and a more. thing. Yeah. yeah. And like, geek, you know, fashion isn't just a graphic tee anymore. Oh, thank God. Um, thank God. Like the, now there's varieties. <laughs> there's dresses, jackets, and so much more. Mm-hmm. So and you I wanted a platform. Kim Horcher and Emma Fife on that yeah. one, which is great. My and girls. The, do you do any other podcasts? Any I other have shows? a YouTube channel What's the called, YouTube channel? Uh, the Movie Couple, and that's with me and my husband, mm-hmm. where we do like trailer reactions, movie reviews, TV shows. And um, eating, eating vlogs. We Ooh. Ooh, nice. it was actually all just me because it was a bunch of reviews from TIFF. Right, and I you just, just got come back. back. Yeah, that's right. How was your Toronto International it Film was Festival? So fun! It was my first time ever being in Toronto. Yeah, I've been missing out, and cool. I also like I'm ready to move over there because I had no allergy when I was there. <laughs> what? And the day I got back, I was sneezing on the storm. They're like, "Are you sick?" I'm like, "No, I'm I swear sorry. I'm not sick." That's so yeah. cool. It's crazy. I, I've heard Tiff was great. I mean, Perry told us about it real quick as well. She was Have up you there. Gone? I went. Here's the thing. This is the bummer thing. Tell which us. Is cool. Like t- maybe last year or the year before. It may have been last year. I went first ever first ever Tiff, but only for like two days oh. and only just to watch the movie the predator and then do the press junket for that Stop. and then leave so like that was my one tiff experience it's like i'm here to watch shane black's the predator oh my god interview those people and go home and Sorry, that was man. it was cool it yeah. was fun and toronto was cool and i liked it and i walked around and i had a great time i went to some you know some places check some stuff out mm-hmm. but yeah everybody's normal tiff is like oh i saw amazing movies and i'm like i saw the predator yeah. cool. <laughs> cool 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 <laughs> but at least you got to experience it yeah, even yeah, though sure. it was under that movie um, for sure if you i think you should definitely try to go back yeah okay, i think cool. you'd, you'd love it oh that'd be awesome and you'd toronto it. is cool. it, awesome. yeah. it was the first time in toronto and it was Beautiful. it was it was really cool weather yeah. is great mm-hmm. yeah no mm-hmm. allergies no allergies. no allergies it's all there no trash on the floor what is this <gasps> what yeah. get out of here amazing so clean so we have a bunch to talk about here in, in today's episode first of all Keller and I, we're going to share, I want to do this at the top. We're going to share some some reviews of <laughs> okay, our podcast. Okay. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the movie that we're talking about. And then here's the deal, Wendy. We've got two traditions on the podcast. The first tradition is that Keller's going to tell us what movie we're talking about. The second tradition is up to you. By the end of the episode, we'll ask you to contribute your own pick mm-hmm. for a movie that you feel deserves to exist on a list of the 500 greatest movies of all time. So we've been Ooh. asking each of our guests, because this list is fun, yeah. it's cool, but it's also something that Keller and I, as we've been doing this for a year and a half now, we're like, why is this movie on the list? Uh, this should be higher, this should be lower, this shouldn't, you know, that kind of thing. So we're more interested in our guests' movie uh, like uh, taste mm-hmm. and their picks. So just last week, it's Perry so picked. Better. Of course, Scream. she picked that one. Of course, she did. I am so not surprised. <laughs> yeah. You so, know, her cat name is Dewey. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so it can be a movie that it might already exist on the previously established okay. list. That's fine. Like my pick was Jurassic Park. That's of course on there. Mm-hmm. Um, this list is from 2008, though. So there's nothing newer than 2008. So you got oh, 11 years of movies, okay. for sure, are not on there. So you could do it one of two ways. You could pick a movie. Like something like Jurassic Park or Scream where a lot of people are like agreed upon. Mm -hmm. It's great. Mm -hmm. You could also pick a movie that you're like, I don't think enough people have seen this movie. I want to champion this movie. I want to, you know, this is something that. Or like we said last time, it can be a movie you just saw it to. Yeah, I was going to say, can it be a new release? Because I've got got a couple in my head. Okay, so think on that. I already know which one it's going to be. Oh, I'm excited. What you said earlier. I'm excited. We'll ask you by the end uh, after we talk about the movie and after we get through some housekeeping. Keller. Oh man, yeah. People have been reviewing <laughs> our podcast. And first of all, and you guys, five thank star you. only reviews. Thanks. <laughs> right, Listen, I'll read. I'll read. I'll, okay, here's first of all five wanna, stars. First of all, I want to thank, thank you. I want to thank you guys. You. Are amazing, oh. and I have enjoyed and learned so much from this podcast. That's a five star review. Keep it up. That's yeah. so nice. Here's Yay. another one. Five stars. Best podcast. 
best yes. podcasts out there. Really like hearing what you guys like and dislike about all these movies. Also like the guests you guys bring on. One star. Don't waste your time. <laughs> the worst podcast about movies I've ever heard. What movie was he referring? He or she referring to? No idea. That's a specific. You guys, That's what when I you love. review, let's let's be a little bit more specific. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what fine. don't you like? Um, there's this also, one. This there's one's also just a, like once they want read, the best for us. Read the positive one star review though. Read oh, that okay. One. Yeah, let's get to that, that one. That one was really funny. There's a <laughs> one one star review. This is off of iTunes, Keller. Yeah. Okay. And again, thank you to anybody who even takes the time, whether it's positive or negative, I'm gonna do it right now. To, li- to, to listen and leave a review. We think <laughs> it's great. We th- I, I'm sure that it helps. But also, d- please don't leave a negative. But uh, <laughs> one star. Okay. So damn good. <laughs> Love this podcast so much. Maybe they got really excited. Either yeah, way, overzealous. They, they were like, they were like, hey. this this podcast is definitely a star podcast. Boom. Boom. One star. Number one. <laughs> one star. Disappointing. Mm, this is my oh favorite. My I recently started listening to your podcast as a huge fan of films and currently studying them at university. I was compelled by the idea of reviewing such a huge list over such a long time. That's all one sentence. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was, however, quickly and swiftly disappointed. <laughs> oh, boy. Not only do you not talk quickly, swiftly, same thing. Uh, the I same mean, word. That's, a re- that's redundant, yeah, yeah, yeah. buddy. Redundant. Not yeah. only do you not talk about the actual film you're supposed to be reviewing enough. Okay, fair. But you have very little information and no new fresh takes to add. During your, quote, review of Saw, <laughs> you remarked that it was an overall bad film and yep. a not-so-good franchise. Stand and then that. said how amazing the Fast and the Furious franchise was. Stand by it. The Saw franchise is far more important to the horror genre than what TFATF is to the action genre. Saw started <laughs> a revolution in horror filmmaking. <laughs> All TFATF did was rip off the plot of, or rip of the point, or the plot of Point Break but exchange Keanu Reeves for Paul Walker, Patrick Swayze for Vin Diesel, and surfing for cars. Give me point break any day. Saw was recently on an IMDb poll. The third best horror film since 2000. A pretty solid accolade as far as public opinion goes. This person doesn't know how parenthetical. That's a very work. long review. Yes. In any way, yeah. Uh-huh. You also remarked that Tokyo Drift should be in the updated top 500 film list. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord. If you honestly believe this, I truly question your taste in films and your knowledge of the history of cinema and therefore your credentials to undertake such an ambitious task such as this. That's yeah. TZ47. Right. Let's, let's, uh, TZ. Let's unpack that for a TZ second. Because 47. Here's the thing, TZ. Uh, we could go through that yeah. point by you can, point. You can review that review and make it into an episode. Dissertation. <laughs> All I, I, I have two points. I have two points. The first point is that TZ said that we don't offer new takes to the movies we're watching. I disagree. That's Every yeah. single, especially because. Every take is a new take because yes. it's your opinion. Or also, yes. this movie's on this list. Mm-hmm. Like, it's on the list and we're saying it's bad. Yeah, that's a new take. Obviously, yeah, correct. Yeah, and it's it, just not what they. It doesn't line up with what they exactly. want. Exactly. Sure. I mean, just this going off of this list alone, the fact that it is from 2008, and I love this list, and I'm sure everybody who worked on it and compiled it are very talented people and writers and editors who work at this magazine. But this list is stale. It is from 08. The whole point of this is to reexamine what movies and the conversations of movies were 10 years ago versus today. Yep. That's automatically a fresh take. And when we Keller and I first started this. We tried to attempt this project in the beginning of 2017, mm-hmm. and it got away from us. We did a few episodes, and it got away. We were doing like a video podcast, so then we just like it we got away four from of us. Them, and that's Over it. the we year quit. of 2017, the Me Too movement mm-hmm. happened. People, you know, were calling out people like Kevin Spacey, all these different things. And I've mentioned this before that when we started again in 2018, there was a whole new lens to look at the conversation of what these movies are, and you know, some of the people involved with these movies, like. One of the early movies we watched was Superman Returns, directed mm-hmm. by Brian Singer and starring Kevin Spacey. Like, we we would have had probably a different conversation if we had done this a few years ago. Liked it, I know, but <laughs> but you know, but but we talked about what's happening now in terms of like, you know, discussing film on the internet and all that stuff. So so that my, was my first point is like we always and with our guests every week, it's a new take, and we will have different opinions about whatever we watch. Although I feel like we're, we're pretty much on the same page with what we watched oh, today. Yeah. <laughs> I think so. But the second thing is... The Fast and Furious is a fucking phenomenon. <laughs> yeah. I, I will, you disagree. I will, no, no, I will ride and die with that because... Yeah. Uh, well, I feel really close with the first couple of them because yeah. they were shot in Miami. 
Oh, yeah. yeah, like the that little island especially. that they went to, it's called Pigeon Key, and I've mm-hmm. been on that island. So oh, that's it's, cool. it's like, a, like a tiny little thing. So I was like, yes, hometown. I love it. I didn't love Tokyo Drift. Mm, I will neither. agree with them there. I didn't love that one. And then I fell off be- of the franchise because sure. of that movie. Sure. And then I came back for Fast 8. Whoa, wait, and did you have you not seen five, six, and seven yet? Well, I have now. Okay. I had wait, to go eight, after okay, I saw okay. eight. Yeah. Eight kind of reignited <sighs> my love for it. It was right. so good. I, I sat next to a friend to everyone, uh, Jeremy Johns, and mm-hmm. there was one point where he leans over and he's like, the part they were on the ice, and then they kind of grouped up, and mm-hmm. then there was, and he goes, family. <laughs> <laughs> I busted up laughing. Uh, I was like, family. yes, this movie is like a whole another level. It's insane. And then I went and saw, you know, the spinoff yeah. with The Rock, and... Yeah. So and, I, and I just love it. But the thing is, I don't feel like you can put that next to Salt and compare the two yeah. equally because one is action. Yes. Summer blockbuster type. The yes. other is original horror. I really like the first Salt. Sure. Yeah. I really, really liked it. I don't feel that the rest of the franchise is as strong as the there first There you one. go. That's a great point. And we talked about the influence of the first Salt. It's on the list. Yeah. It made it. It's number 499. Okay. It's barely squeaked in there. Yeah. But it was made for a million dollars and then it made a hundred million. Yeah. Like it's an incredible, and it's again, director Jay. Denying that it did mm-hmm. massively influence the horror for sure, genre. for better or worse, and we talk about the influence. And yeah, the first Fast and Furious movie, I don't think influenced anything. It totally was a ripoff right. of of Point Break. Yeah. It's fair, but again, it became its own thing, though. It became its own. Usually, Keller and I talk about those movies when you start getting into the four part five with The Rock and beyond. Like that's a whole different thing. When and it gets so, self aware, when I know. they get self aware, they get self aware. Yeah, when it's it finally so stops exactly. taking itself seriously, it's and it's kind of like, let's be. I mean, what as it's silly as. Wendy, how happy were you when you were watching Fast Five for the first time and they brought back Tyrese and Ludacris I mean, from Too Fast, Too Furious? I right? I was yeah. like, oh, who knew? Well, I mean, it. I knew, but I was so excited. Because you're it. like, I've seen part eight, but still cool. This yeah. Is, yeah. Just the team that was up. great. That was great. So, you know, we're just going to defend. And, and and it's so 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 funny because reading this review made Keller double down because Keller also does not like Tokyo Drift. I don't like it at That's all. Just me. I hate the, the main lead. Actor. Yeah, he's, he's really crappy. But yeah. I love Han, Justice for Han. Justice but, for Han. After Keller read this review, Keller was like, "This makes me like Tokyo Drift, like just to <laughs> just to <laughs> just, just to spite, spite. <laughs> just to spite." Yeah. Uh, well, but Keller, I like it better than Saw. Sure, I know. <laughs> Even the first one. Yeah. Okay. I, it's just I, don't, I just don't love it. It's just, yeah. just like that, it's just it's tough. Cause I it's, can very much appreciate it. Yeah. But like watching it now, like you could tell that they were doing re- first rehearsal, one take, take and then uh, let's move on because it was so. They had no I wonder money. What mm-hmm. I would feel if I watched it again. Yeah. When's the last time you watched it? It was the first when it was out in theaters. Okay, wow. so yeah, it is. And James Wan and Carrie Ellis came to that screening to present it. Oh, that must have been awesome. Then. So it was really cool. In but 2004, like I, yeah. yeah. I was like, holy yeah. crap, this is great. Uh, mm-hmm. And I really, really liked it. I thought it was a different, mm-hmm. fresh concept. But then all the follow-ups just wasn't as good And to I also didn't I see it back then. So For it sure. didn't hit me Maybe the way that it, it, I watched that's it for what the first time. it might be. It's the low budget. I think I'm going to have to revisit that. Oh, maybe. Interesting. That would be an revisit. interesting I'll thing. I'll report uh, back. Maybe you okay, guys can please. do it uh, on uh, on your uh, YouTube show. Yeah, There's we'll a revisit of that. My husband hates horror films, yeah. so maybe I'll have to invite Perry. <laughs> see if she'll come I'll over. Perry come over. That'd be great. Uh, but uh, speaking of things that don't hold up so well, well, actually, before we do that, Keller, read some of our, I didn't know this, some of our like like rankings around oh. the world, our podcast. I, like, Keller read some of these stats to me, and I was like, that's awesome. We're like apparently pretty popular in Australia Heck at this yeah. podcast and other places. We're yeah, number popular down under. What do we got? I gotta look at the charts. Okay, pull up the uh, charts. Just a second, I gotta pull up the charts. Pull up the charts. Okay, this is gonna be Let's good. Go to yeah. Space. Uh, in the United States of America, mm-hmm. film reviews number two twenty three. Two twenty three <laughs> podcast. All right, all right. Great Britain film reviews number fifty five. That's hey. good. Uh, and then for some reason it says Great Britain Film Reviews All Time, number 50. Uh, uh, Canada, 217. Ooh. Apparently there's a lot of film review podcasts in Canada. Yeah. Uh, Australia, 77. So not that pretty popular good. in Australia pretty at good. all. Oh, okay. Well, that's pretty um, good. Sweden, 54. <gasps> nice. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Shout out number to Sweden. Number 39 in Mexico. Oh, hola. Hey. Muchas gracias. Thank you. Thanks, number 34 guys. in Norway. With 34 in Norway? Yeah, we're really fucking killing it in Norway. That's awesome. Netherlands, 31. Norway? Seriously? Oh, my God. <laughs> number 14 in India. Awesome. Wow, that's really good. There's a lot of people in there. There's I a lot that's of, really good. A lot of movie podcasts <laughs> yeah. in India. Shout out to Those India. good numbers. You guys are awesome. India loves movies. Yeah, 13 in do. Slovenia. Love movies. Yeah. It's pronounced yeah, we haven't Slovenia. Done, maybe. We haven't done know. any Bollywood films yet. I know. Well, see, that's part of the problem with this list is 
Is there none? Underrepresented. I, mean, I would so not far, be surprised. So far. Mm-hmm. I mean, I could I could look it up, but I'd have to look up a, a specific title, kind of. We'll have a little mm-hmm. spreadsheet and everything. But, man, this list is great. But, again, it, it, there needs to be more international. Why did you say that? What? You said this it's list great. is great. It, I mean, it's great because, let me tell you why it's great. Because, because it's an podcast? Ex- yes, because it's okay. an excuse for Keller and I to watch a movie a week and have yep. a friend over. Yep. It's also great because every once in a while, we'll come across a movie that I'd never seen before and is a great movie. Yeah. But also every once in a while, what happens is what's, what happened to this afternoon, which is just like, mm. What are our two mm. traditions, Hector? Our two traditions. Our first one is, you're going to tell us what movie we're talking about today. Keller, please. But you have to do it. In a stuffy British guy voice, because this is from Empire Magazine. It's a British magazine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so please read the little blurb of the entry, Keller. I gotta figure out how to say his last mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. 414, mm-hmm. The Double Life of Veronique. <laughs> 1991, Director <laughs> Krzysztof Kieslowski. <laughs> Excellent. Post Decalogue and Pre Three Colors. Kieslowski, <laughs> in this fantastical standalone doppelganger tale, Irene Jacob is stunning in the dual role of Veronica and Veronique, and Zvignu Preisner's haunting score is simply breathtaking. Mm. I would agree with that last Zbigniew sentence. Zvignu yes. <laughs> okay. Preisner. <laughs> Thank you, stuffy British guy. Bye. Uh, that, uh, that's a pretty... I think it was a pretty good blurb. Last week's blurb was like not good. The one no, for they don't know anything Dawn about of the Dawn Dead. Of the Dead. They really, oh, really, they really, yeah, they really whiffed it. Some of the little blurbs are like awesome, perfect, and some of the blurbs like the one for Top Gun has been my favorite because they just rip into Top Gun. They they're hate they're Top mad Gun. that Top Gun. They, they also it. don't like yeah. Beef for Vendetta. Yeah, they oh, were real really? mad that they, they had things real, to say about yeah. things to say about British yes. politics. Yeah, they're real snobby about that one. Oh, but boy. Um, but that was act- actually pretty good because I'm not that familiar with the director. This is the first film. Of oh, you mean Krzysztof Correct. First of his, I have heard about the Decalogue movie, which is a ten part, ten hour long, like thing. Oh yeah, it's about the Ten Commandments. Yes, mm. yes, like Each little hour long films movie. about that, mm-hmm. which sounds very interesting. And then the Colors movie that he movies that he did. So I'd this say is my this first. This movie had three colors. It did. It had green, like green, blue. red, red, blue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a pretty. Uh, I was, I'll give. I'll give you that. That was a pretty good blurb. Yeah. So I had never seen this movie before. 1991, The Double Life of Veronique, French, Polish. Keller had never seen it. Never seen Keller it. Keller knew a little bit more than I did about it. Wendy, you've never seen it. I've never seen it. And you knew a little bit about it before going in. Only because I googled it. Okay. That's and then, a, yeah. And then once I started to get ahead on the plot, I was like, you know, I think I want to surprise myself. Gotcha. So. Yeah. We're going to start with you, Wendy. Okay. Were you surprised? Yeah. <laughs> I am. It it didn't go where I thought it was going to go at all. Mm-hmm. I envision when a movie is called The Double Life of Veronique, mm-hmm. uh, and obviously we're talking about doppelgangers here, Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just thought we were going to see maybe their parallel lives, maybe they meet up, maybe it's like a search for one another, and it definitely didn't go that way at all. No. It gave me major creep factors in certain good ways and certain horrible ways. Yes. Uh, ways I'm sure they did not intend. That they didn't intend and and maybe back in 1991, uh-huh. you know, that was the audience and that was kind of like the vibe and people would get it. It's just <laughs> in, romantic. In 2019 to watch so it. So many creepy things are romantic. <sighs> A lot of it I was not okay with. Yes, I would agree with that. Um, would you say that you think this movie deserves to exist on the list of the 500 greatest? Because I was saying when we were done, I was like, it was tough for me to find a lot of merit in that movie. It was really tough. I enjoy the cinematography yeah. a lot. I did enjoy the soundtrack. I will agree that it is that haunting. Ocarina is crazy. The Ocarina mm-hmm. is crazy. Uh, I like the lead actress. I think any actress who can be mm-hmm. bilingual and yes. portray two very different personalities is really impressive. I think, what number are we at? Just, yeah, four, 414. 414. 414 is really high <laughs> out of a list of 500. Maybe it's like maybe it's like number 806 out of all the greatest movies <laughs> Yeah, yeah, let's made. give it 1,000. Maybe it's 1,040. Just kidding. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. I want to know, like, this director have any other movies on the list? Uh, I can Ooh. check. Uh, let me check right now, actually. That's, That's a great a question. That's a good question. And, and are and they I am also good? curious about yeah. that as Isn't well. Because the, so. the Decalogue, that doesn't count, right? Because it's like a series, 10-hour movie. Right. Could you do that? Because when they tried to remake this list, they're like, the top 10 movies, number seven, all eight of the Harry Potter movies. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> all eight of them in there. Yeah. yeah. He's got one other movie on the list. Which one is it? 1994's Three Colors Red. Okay. And that is number 69. That's up there. Wait, Three Colors Red? Three is it three separate red. films? So the red one... 
we'll, the one that's we'll, on the list. We'll double check. I mean, do you want to skip ahead to number 69 to see if it specifies yeah. in the magazine itself? I don't yes. want to necessarily pull up a new tab in Wiki this movie right now, but I imagine okay. it's probably one movie. Okay. It's called, I think it's going to oh, be called there. Three Colors Here Red. Uh, interlocking. <laughs> what do we got? <laughs> Yeah, it's the final entry in his trilogy. God okay. damn it. I got to watch two movies before this one May- in maybe. eight years. Listen, maybe. <laughs> in <laughs> might, eight years, I got to watch know. three It movies. might be like more of like a metaphysical trilogy. It's it a might, trilogy. You know. We have to do all three. Listen. Like if this is the final part of the trilogy. Brother, is Hot Fuzz a sequel to Shaun of the Dead? No, but that's considered a part of the Cornetto trilogy. Point. But also then we didn't have to watch Night of the Living Dead to watch Shaun of the Dead. I would disagree. I think that that is. Tell me why. Because Explain it, because it to it, me. Because it is listed on the internet as part two of the because there's because that is but technically so is that. a they just series. Said trilogy. They just well, it's the, it's called three colors we'll red. We'll do further research. There's we'll three do colors further, blue, we'll, three colors green. We'll do further research and it's, I'm not saying I so want to do this. Our this thing is, is I can't purely wait in year advocate. whatever it may yeah. be to like listen back when we're and old see men. <laughs> year nine. <laughs> you guys of ten think of, like think about this next movie. I know you have to see by the same director. I know same director because we'll be we'll be thinking back seven eight years before of the double life of Veronica. Oh like, oh, yeah, we saw that seven years ago. Now we're watching Three Colors Red. So our Keller and I's thing is if we ever come across a sequel, a movie that's a sequel, like, for example, Dawn of the Dead or Back to the Future Part 2, mm-hmm. and we haven't seen the Part 1 or any movies leading up to that in the list yet, we'll watch the Part 1s so that when we go to see the sequel, it's like, okay, we know what the context I is, see. right? If it's like a part, but, but we don't have to watch Spider-Man when we watch Spider-Man 2. Correct, because we've already seen Spider-Man. Yep, it was already but those are like earlier. brand new films to you. Correct, correct. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if it's a remake like Ocean's Eleven, we don't have to watch the original because it's a remake. So we feel like that's uh, that's mm-hmm. okay. So, um, so yeah, that guy only has two movies on this list. Um, pretty wow. interesting. I pretty much agree with you, Wendy. Like, I think that the cinematography was gorgeous. The music was cool. The music was cool, haunting, really great operatic moments. We dis- We discussed all of that sort of good as the movie was happening. Yeah. But then it started to turn into this, ugh, like... This creep creepy factor. stalking, you know, puppeteer, a puppeteer. A First puppeteer off, stranger. it starts with a puppeteer, and we're yeah. just like, wow, weird, creepy, yep. already not on board. A puppeteer who you can see his hands. He becomes so we a like, stalker. Yeah, it's not like Jim Henson type. No, I, the illusion is never you know, broke. You know, there is yeah. no illusion because you're seeing this guy's weird man hands. Yeah, handling this ballerina puppet. No illusion. Uh, no black gloves hands. Just for um, a peek into the studio, we got a cake. We got a cakey on the table. <laughs> we got a cat on this table. There's what a you, cat on the table. What do you need? You're gonna be good there. Okay. Fourth, okay, co- okay, the third bye. co-host. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and oh, all right. She wants to play with these glasses. Well, we don't got to. We don't got to address glasses. her anymore. Just ne- <laughs> don't have to address her. No. Um, but the creepy puppet guy shows up. Creepy puppet boy. Creepy puppet boy. Came drives, out of nowhere. Drives away. <laughs> came out of nowhere. He has a van where he puts his creepy puppets in. Yeah. With like an '80s like. You know, like like, like a butterfly graffiti, woman graffiti yeah. on the it side is. of his it's van. It's like the, a hippie van, but just like an advertisement for his puppeteering. And then here's the romance. He How'd mails you get his her. phone number? Oh, it's on his van. <laughs> he oh my god! Yeah, that what it was? Right. <laughs> he mails the the lead character, um, the actress, and again, she did a great job. And you reminded me, she's bilingual. To me, it all just sounds like another language. Right. So it's like you got to remember. It was hard to differentiate yeah. because Polish. it's all Polish. just English mm-hmm. subtitles. So she did do a great job, and she was very like naturalistic and very vulnerable and you know had a lot to do in the movie and that was great but he mails her a shoelace yeah and that's we, how it and, begins and when she opens a, the letter Wendy you were like uh uh-uh. uh you were like no yeah. immediate like, no. hard pass <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> stranger danger right there throw away your mail move change your address change your hair exactly any single unidentifiable object yeah <laughs> That to, comes to in man. the mail. That's an they anthrax never explain lace. How he got her address? Yeah, they don't. And if, if they did, I missed it. Or didn't it. he I'm say sorry. he's follow, been following her for a while? That's <sighs> even worse. I don't know. Yeah, that's possible. Even worse. He's such a creep, and she's just like, "I love you." Yeah, the the movie plays it as being sort of very romantic. It's yeah. like a, he's chasing her, and she, and then she comes to him, and like we were like sort of this like unspoken attraction. Yeah, which on paper, if you write it out and you do it creatively, mm-hmm. it can come across that way. Mm-hmm. But the way they did it was there's just not like, even like a give and take to no, it. There it's isn't. all just him being. Creepy. They didn't really speak to each other. Right. She watched him perform with the puppets, and then she. And then he saw her at the end of the performance, and that was their like immediate attraction. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, sure, you can quote like mm-hmm. love at first sight, right? But then like, 
I you, saw him with those puppets. You didn't even try to like him. get like, hey, who is that woman? Uh-huh. What does she do? Get to know uh-huh. her. Did you even know her last name before? Well, I guess you would now if you hadn't. Stalker. I know. <laughs> Mail her a shoelace. I know. And then like he's in. He's and in then his he van. sent the tape. He sent a weird. Okay. A tape so, of a terrorist attack. So the shoelace was like a clue because she learned who he was, that he had written children's books about the subject matter pertaining to his puppet show. So mm-hmm. that it's like, oh, he didn't rip off another children's book story. He wrote this children's book and then did the puppet show based off of it. And then he had something to do with shoelaces. Right, so that was like a clue because like one of his stories. Or oh, something. also the first doppelganger dies 15 minutes into the movie. For real? Oh no. my god, yeah. <laughs> That's the what in the world? The so Polish I'm, doppelganger, who's a singer, dies, has a heart attack on mm-hmm. stage after she's touching her eyeball with a ring for some reason. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we really should be talking about is that the movie, like you're saying, Wendy, does not... Okay, I remember years ago when the trailer for the We just the, started talking movie, about the second plot of the movie. Yeah. I know, versus the main... We'll come, we'll come back to it. it because <laughs> the movie itself feels like, oh, we'll come back to it, but it kind of never really it does. It never went back to it. Until the end, and all it's sort of used for me, my reading was, the effect of it is, it just kind of explains away or adds to some of... Veronique's like sadness and and how she describes she's like I'm sad because and she can't explain it right Right. and it's like it just it feels a little bit frankly disappointing yeah and and that's me like I didn't watch a trailer I don't think it was falsely advertised it's all coming back to you guys yeah (laughs) I'm sorry so weird the guy flashed the Polish Veronica Veronica. yeah before Uh she died as she was having some sort of heart palpitations like near a bench yeah he there's this old man with a trench coat just opens his trench coat and his like penis and balls are hanging out yeah just out and then he closes it and and it's like almost like some terrible things overshadow shadow other terrible things. I guess. I, don't know. I, I just like, I don't understand. It was what sorry dealing with a heart point. attack now. Weird so. choices, and I know yeah. the whole movie has this sort of dreamlike kind of ethereal, like you know, slice of life quality to mm-hmm. it, where there's just shots of like, okay, now Veronica is going to be, or Veronica is driving away from, you know, her house, or I even forget which one, and we're just going to have a shot where the car is just on the road. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and it's like, okay, is this a transitional? Is this, you know, it, it just feels very European and very, very meandering and slice of life. And then mm-hmm. things don't really coalesce at the end in a strong thematic way, unless the theme is sort of like, hey, life happens. Like, that's kind of the yeah. theme. If that's the theme, sure. But yeah. like, for but me, also, why is there, sorry, go yeah, ahead. No, well, I was saying for me, like, my film watching preference is I like for. A more cohesive path like all of these scenes you couldn't stitch them together if even if you wanted to you could literally yeah. like a jigsaw like put the scenes wherever you want and how it makes sense to yeah. you instead yeah and and i found that really jarring to watch now it's because you were trying to follow you're trying to find this double life thing and all these mm-hmm. events that happen do they correlate this to each other very and limited parallels don't. they kind of don't they kind of don't other Except than for when they actually saw each other at the protest yes or when there's a weird light yeah. All of a sudden. Oh, right. There's a weird... Th- but you're like, wait, is this just life? That's and then what... it's a little kid who's shining a light. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, but the light's just on. there. I think I can explain that. Mm. Okay. So that scene is this little boy that was effectively harassing our main character because she was asleep in yeah. her house, just in a dress, no shoes, but just like asleep. Mm-hmm. Bright light in her face. And she's like, wakes up, looks over, and there's a little, like a 13-year-old kid or whatever from across the alleyway messing with her. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, don't do that. That's yeah. totally First inappropriate all, do that. to yeah, get it. her attention or mm-hmm. to whatever. And she kind of smiles and she's like, hmm, okay. And then another light shines. But then, the, the, I, and I'm misremembering, the, 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 light, the light shined to like a shoelace. Mm-hmm. So that's why she went, what? And then went back into the garbage where she threw the shoelace away, but pulled it, it out. But it like a string on a folder, like the yeah. one that she was playing with when Correct. she had a heart attack and, and that died. Was, first, yeah, for the other Veronica. Yeah, the Veronica. other. The yeah. first one. And that's what I thought it was relating to, but then yeah. they never went back to the shoelace. And, and then it was a yeah. shoelace, and it was and like, oh, that's not that even die. that. Yeah, which is very interesting. And maybe and touch a tree. Maybe there's a connection with the shoelace <laughs> between the two women and maybe not. Right, yeah. it, it it's tough to she say. She also did the oh, thing where she held shoes. up the loose shoelace to <laughs> her EKG, it like her, exactly, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and I thought maybe there was a parallel to like maybe the both Veronicas have some sort of a heart condition, right? But they never, they never tapped into that at all. No. I know there's a lot of that in this movie. There's a lot of like oh 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 just dead no. ends, just dead ends, yeah, literal, literal dead ends. Um, four out of four stars. Yeah, Roger Ebert, <laughs> <laughs> five stars. Loved it. Loved this movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Would see again. Uh, no, uh, my honest review would be: I'm interested in seeing other works from this director, correct. but this movie yes. I don't want to see again, Mm-mm. and I don't think that it should be in the list of the 500 greatest. Mm-mm. I think that there are 
other movies that might provide similar feelings that I think might be stronger. I just want to watch more European movies, period. Like, I want to watch more movies that are not just American filmmakers or even British filmmakers. I want to watch, you know, other places in Europe. But also, I don't stuff. think that's what killed this movie no, for us. No, no. it's that's not it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah, but um, that meandering, you It's know. not like we didn't get it, I guess. Right, right. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think it... Yeah, you're right. I it's hope not, that's not the case because this movie, that's what kind of is stunning to me, mm-hmm. is the three of us... Actually, there were more than there's just yeah. three of us watching the, the yeah. film. Yeah, there were but total nobody, five of us, and none of us liked it. Yeah. Yet somehow this movie made it to 414. <laughs> it's better than Ocean's Eleven. It's better than Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. No, it's disagree. Better no, than <laughs> it's not. It's really not. I disagree not. with you. List. Lethal Weapon better than Kill Bill Volume Two. Yeah, it's better not. than. It is not. Uh, it's weird. It's weird because, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it it feels like a film that. A lot of, um, I don't know, I don't want to paint it this way. It's not just a thing that like snobby people will like because they're being, you know, and I don't necessarily feel dumb for not enjoying it, but there is a disconnect. And it, and if it's not, uh, hey, I didn't see this in 1991 when it came out. Mm-hmm. What would and that movie, probably just you know, like deep movie nerd cred it's like oh i'll throw sure. this uh sure sure that's part of it which is list. a bummer which is a bummer you know that 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 there's that 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 they could be used in that way but mm-hmm. maybe that i'm sure that this movie had a different meaning in 1991 when it came out yeah right different meaning to audiences around the different world the thing is in 2008 yes the thing <laughs> yeah. is is that Even. in 2019 i was just really thrown by a lot of the weird romantic stuff that was played the way that it did because i'm like maybe that is cultural maybe that is how you know, people are wooed in France or Poland versus the U.S. And maybe it's just this is how we feel about that kind of stuff today. You know, right. we collectively as a culture or whatever. Yeah, so, like we've talked about it. Sixteen yeah. Candles. Uh, no thanks. Uh, Hard pass. Boy. Oh, boy. That's a bummer because. It's got real problems. It's huge. God, but I haven't seen that movie God, in so dude. long. Dude. Not great. Oof. Maybe I should rewatch that, what did we? Too. What did we rewatch? No, I, wa- I rewatched it for like a Screen Junkies thing. Yeah, I you did. did. A thing and I there. just was like. Movie fights, yeah. I hadn't mm. seen it. Yeah. I think I'd seen parts of it my whole life. Mm-hmm. And then I bought it and watched it with Chelsea. And she was like. Yeah. I, d- I don't like this. I know. Ooh. This is bummer. bad. And it's a bummer she'd because... She'd never seen it. Molly Ringwald, like, great actor. Fucking, oh. it is. Yeah. yeah. Talk about things that don't hold up. It's fucked up. Yeah. Talk about things that don't hold up. honestly. Um, but now we get to the part in the podcast. Well, well, I'll say this. Wendy, is there anything else that you feel like we should touch on for the double life of Veronique? <laughs> I mean, aside from the fact that I can't not stop talking about how these two strangers, one stalked <laughs> the other, and she mm-hmm. gets freaked out, makes the right decision of getting out of that cafe after and then she he was like, I, I don't know. to be creepier. And he gets, and then he follows her to her hotel her to or her something. hotel room, and she lets him stay. And I'm like, but you don't know him. I know. And he just like falls asleep on the bed. Yeah. And then it wakes up after like an hours long nap and then they both go, I love you. And then they go to his place and he's got a mattress on the floor in a shitty apartment. And he makes the two marionettes. Yep. And she's like, why two? I was like, it's going to get interesting. Here we go. Double life of Ron. Nope. It's Mm -mm. sometimes they break. (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I handle them so much they get damaged. So I made two of them. But then Uh. it was interesting when he told the little story about the two girls, um, how they look alike. They were born on the same day, different contents, Mm -hmm. continents. Mm -hmm. And I just... There is a lot of these instances where this movie seems like it was going to go somewhere mm-hmm. and then it doesn't. And I think as the movie went on, I got more and more angry about it. I'm like, give yeah. us something. Yeah. And they yeah. don't at all. And how he never set the title. I'll call this the double life of, I don't know. Almost, <laughs> yeah. I haven't come <laughs> up with the name rainy. yet. Uh, it was. It was. And then she like. <laughs> she touches a tree. She's like, I'm sad because my doppelganger died, but she mm-hmm. doesn't know that she's and sad because her doppelganger it. died. Yeah. Or that was even later. Yeah. That was a uh, oh when she she just this movie ends with her pulling up to her Veronique dad's house, pulling up to her pulling up to her dad's tree mm-hmm. <laughs> and touching it, and her dad stops at the sanding bench or whatever mm-hmm. and like stands up slowly and can sense that his daughter is sad yep. about a and tree. And that's the end of the movie. And that's how the movie ends. And if when that, you said it, I thought you were joking. No, I, I like, know because oh, I was like I was like guys, this is how this movie ends. And then you did lean forward. You're like. Huh? And then it, when it ended, you were like, "Oh <laughs> my like, god! No way! No way! Yeah! What is this? What it did gave I just us watch? nothing. <laughs> it's if, hey, if which if, maybe if, that could be our American sensibilities yeah. <laughs> and us wanting movies to give us some sort of payoff. Here's but. why I like Tokyo Drift. 
It's in the title. They go to Tokyo and they drift. And they it drift. Gives you what, it gives you what it promises. It's in the title. It's in the title. Don't. It gives you what it promises. <laughs> Bow Wow's in it. That's why I love that movie. Oh my God, Bow Wow, that's right. In it for Bow Wow. <laughs> oh, he's Just not kidding. Bow wow in it for Han. In it for Han. Han's the best in part of the movie. That's hilarious. Best, um, oh best character. So now we are at the part of the show where we can ask our guest, Wendy. Let's talk to about good movies. Let's talk about some good movies. Yeah. Wendy, if you could contribute any movie in the world ever made... Also, to, I want to know all the movies that popped into your head initially. Yeah. Like, oh, what were your runner-ups? Yeah, when uh, we were like, you got to pick one. You got to pick one. Uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, which one? Yeah, specify. It was really, really hard for me to pick. That is a tough I really one. wanted to go with Return of the King, but then I Solid. settled on uh, Fellowship because that's the one that started it all. Yeah. 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 to start. Uh, so mm-hmm. there's that. Uh mm-hmm. Because that's a movie that I've rewatched over and over. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I still can. And I can. am still like, yes, totally all, still okay all with three everything. Of them. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, yeah. The next one was The Little Mermaid. Oh, that classic. Was Already the on the list, movie. though. Exactly. That's why I didn't want to put mm-hmm. it on there. I was like, I can't be the first one. But that is the one movie that made me become obsessed with all things Disney. Really? Yeah. And singularly with the film, I had Little Mermaid everything from like oh, chapsticks great. to bedspreads. Are you are pumped you, for the new yeah, one? Yeah. Are you pumped for the live action? What's I don't your... know yet. Okay. I don't know yet. Because we have yet. to see what it's going to look like. Right. Because I, listen, I wasn't Are you glad Harry Styles bailed? <laughs> I mean, there's other talents. Sure. I know. Like, I, Harry I, think, I think Harry's too busy for it, to be honest. Yeah. With yeah. You. I was initially pumped for because I was that way with Aladdin. Yeah. Same sort of thing, but with Aladdin. When they announced live action Aladdin, I was like stoked. And then the first trailer came out with the guy Richie Aladdin. And the way that I saw it visually, I was like, I'm not interested. And mm-hmm. I still haven't seen it. You still haven't seen it? I still haven't seen it. I heard well, it's, it's good. It's out on DVD now, so you I know. can. I should yeah. watch it. Just pop it in I should at watch home. it. But but I'm also curious to see how they did. Like, is it going to look like Aquaman with people underwater? Like, yeah. how's it going to look? James Wan going to get James Wan going to help out? <laughs> Honestly, he should. I just don't know because I love Disney so much. But yeah. there are some live actions that are hits in this. Bro, yeah, for real. Yeah, yes. for real. Lion King didn't like it. I don't know if I've mm-hmm. seen mm-hmm. one that I like yet. I know. I like the Lion King. Yeah. But I also went in 100 percent wanting ex- an exact replica. Sure. Yeah. And it was. Yeah. And but my yeah. husband hated it. Yeah. He was because like, well, that, that was not, he just, he didn't like, a lot of people just said the same thing on the internet. Yeah. He didn't like that the faces of the animals weren't animated enough to show emotion. And yes. that's why he found so endearing. Like and the no crying. About, yeah. yeah. Because the lions, first one. you know, lions in nature don't cry the way that Disney lions do. Right. So like they didn't have, even when Simba was dad that Mufasa died, like Hector, Simba was dad. you actually know how to do a lion crying, right? Yeah. It's <laughs> okay, like, let's hear it. <sighs> And then just tears. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was really good. No, but like, yeah, that would be my one. If I try to sort of narrow it down to one criticism for Lion King, I would be like, they should have pushed it a little more. Cartoony. And, and had the lions, not necessarily cartoony, but like had the lions cry and, and actually have tears. Even if it's like that never happens in nature. Give their I'm eyebrows like, a little bit more movement. Yeah. yeah. Because or just if, like, you it's know, okay if your lion yeah. does something that a lion right. would never do. Because you know what? Lions like don't it'll talk do and sing. A, it'll do, it can do Correct. a flip and yeah. jump yeah. into water. Yeah, That's it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. But no. Like Timon, just walk Timon and Pumbaa grass. were great. You know, mm-hmm. there was some great updated jokes there that were really funny. And and um, uh, I really liked Chiwetel Ejiofor as Scar. I liked him more than Jeremy Irons. Really? Because really? Jeremy Irons is so over the top in the best way. He's just so like overly dramatic. Chiwetel Ejiofor just straight up. She would Scary. tell us like terrifying. He like, was like I, his own take yes. on Scar, and, and I, I loved it. He was the most different yes. uh, take on that character yes. out of everybody. So that was yeah. one element that I really liked. But yeah, yeah. So mm-hmm. Little Mermaid was up I'll there, maybe. Mm-hmm. Lord of the Rings was up there, maybe. Yep. Uh, already in our list, uh, our friend Jason Charles Miller picked the Two Towers for his pick, uh, and I believe Marina Mastros picked the Little Mermaid. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if we have. I don't think Fellowship is on there yet. No, not yet. I think we only have just the one. Two Towers. No, we have Fellowship. Oh, Amy yeah. Vorpal. Nice. Amy Vorpal. So, it on so there, we nice. still need to collect Return of the King from somebody. Somebody but eventually soon. But it eventually. Can be. But somebody, it'll happen. Here's the thing about that. Like somebody, will, it'll happen. Like you said. So what movie did you sort of settle on if you could settle on And also one? what did you see recently that you were thinking about oh, yeah. too? Yeah, I wanted to pick a recent one and I kind of wanted, to, because we saw a foreign film today, yeah. I decided that I wanted to go with a foreign film. So nice. I'm picking Parasite. Yes. Parasite. I was hoping that was going to be it. I haven't even seen it yet. Bong Ho. Yeah. Is this the director of... Okja. Uh, Okja. Of Okja. Okja. And also Okja. directed The Host from yeah. years the ago. The Host. And Snowpiercer. And Snowpiercer. Snowpiercer. The host was the like the big monster under the sewer. Yeah, yeah, I movie, think that's right? yes. I haven't yes, seen yeah. that one. And Okja, yeah, that was Okja good. was on Netflix. Snowpiercer, then, yeah. Yeah. I feel wow. like he has one other big one. So this movie, I, what, is, I, what is Parasite I, about? I saw at TIFF, and yeah. it was everybody was saying it was so good. It had one at Cannes, mm-hmm. and I was like, can it be? Can everybody 
be you know be this hyped about this movie mm-hmm. and uh so can it live up to that hype yeah parasite is about a family who's living i believe like just above poverty line mm-hmm. they're they don't have the greatest jobs they're not when they do get like a little measly like fast food joint type of job they're not great at it yeah. um and they live in this semi of basement apartment and it's just too cramped for four people. So oh. it's mom and dad and, the and their kids. No, I haven't yet. What part of the world do are they Korea. living in? They're in Korea. They're no, in I Korea. haven't seen this trailer yet. Okay. It is so interesting. The trailer's fucking amazing. And it's a dark Ooh. comedy. Okay. And I actually didn't realize that going in because when I saw the trailer, it gave me full like get out yeah. vibes. And I was like, ooh, Horror. oh, yeah. you're calling it parasite. So somehow the teenage uh, the son is able to weasel himself in and place himself as an English tutor for this very rich family. Cool. He's like just replacing just somebody replacing else. Just replacing somebody who had left. Gotcha, and, gotcha. And uh, in the trailer, it shows that his sister is extremely good at Photoshopping and how she's not applying that to any other <laughs> life, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I yeah. don't know. Because she was excellent at it and they even yeah. make a joke out of it. And so she forges him a college diploma cool. and he kind of places himself in there and eventually the family weasels themselves into uh, providing service for this very rich family yeah. and kind of fantasizing if we could live like this couldn't yeah. we couldn't what if we found a way to stay forever and i'll, I'll stop it there Ooh. because this movie the first act was just so much more funny than i thought i was cracking up i was like cool. i thought this was going to be like suspense horror yeah that's where the second act is mm. and there's a lot of parallels about them living in a semi-apartment the, the title being Parasites. Yes. And there was one one thing I didn't see coming, and I can't wait for everybody to see this film when it's out. When is it out? Yeah. Very soon. Very Ooh, soon. I'm so Very excited. Soon. That's really interesting. Yeah. That's really I exciting. I loved it. I you need I to actually, watch the trailer. I like, want to okay. see it again. Really? Yeah. That's great. And did it premiere at TIFF? Or did no, it, it no. premiered at Cannes. It, that's yeah. right, at Cannes. Because it won the Palm d'Or. Palm d'Or. Palm d'Or? Yeah, Cannes gave it the Pam d'Or. Pam d'Or? Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is definitely going to be nominated for Best Foreign Film, I think, for the yeah. Oscars. I this wouldn't be surprised if it won. Best Picture. Wow. Yeah. Like, I, I wouldn't they be surprised. Need to, you know, instead of a foreign. Well, like yeah. Roma got Best Picture nomination. That's yeah. true. So, like, yeah, is it a Mexican true. film? They're yeah. opening it up. Yeah, they yeah. should. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they really should. Well, I'm really excited about that. Yeah, I didn't know that. I I hadn't realized I had seen, like, actually a, a three of this guy's uh, movies. I don't know how many movies he's made total, but they were all, like, really good movies, yeah. even if they're not my favorite. Like, uh, Akja was like really it's entertaining bonkers. to watch. Like it's yeah. bonkers. Like everybody in it was so good. Snowpiercer's crazy. Snowpiercer's crazy. And I didn't love Snowpiercer the way a lot of people love Snowpiercer, yeah. but it was also surprisingly funny, right? Mm-hmm. That like that that commentary, that social commentary that's in there that's really funny. And, and Tilda Swinton's fucking amazing I know. in that oh my gosh, movie. She's I know. Yeah. I know. Yes, yeah. And the host is. was cool. I remember when that came I out and it, made, it was a big deal because it was like a really well done monster movie with, with even special effects wise, CG wise, because it's this big fish type creature. You know, almost a kaiju, but m- maybe not full full size, Just but still like as big sewer. as a bus kind of a thing. Um, the special effects were great. Like it's there. I remember, still remember shots of that movie from like up above, and the thing is running like it. You know, in a big open space, and I was like, that looks real. Okay, so man. it was pretty cool that uh, that and and Okja too. Like those creatures, like it's all they look good. They look good. Yeah. It's all convincing and stuff. That's awesome. All right, so Parasite would be your pick. So. We're watch- we watched a foreign movie, and that made you go, we should probably add a foreign film list on here. Which what is true. Kind we of- don't have enough either. We don't. We don't. What other kind of um, uh, sort of, are you a big horror person? I enjoy horror. Okay. I enjoy okay. it. I kind what of are some like- of your all times, your tops? Because you mentioned your, Saw. Like, do you have a top five? Yeah. You talk about how like you really loved Saw back in the uh, day, but the rest of it didn't hold up. There's one movie that I watched once, and it was so horrifying that I will not watch it again, <gasps> Event Horizon. Event Horizon. Oh, really? It's got it's that I think, terrifying. What, like, what's his name from Jurassic Park? Yeah, Sam, Sam Neill. Yeah, Event Horizon. I've heard I about it. And and maybe because I was really young when I saw it. Oh. Uh, but it, I just I couldn't I it's couldn't watch it after that. It's really messed up. It's pretty graphic. I don't even and know there's about just, that just, one. Like, I've heard about your it. sanity afterwards. You're it's like, like what from did the I just eighties, isn't it? Or from I, the nineties? I think nineties. This post Jurassic Park. Yeah. Yeah, it was maybe like mid nineties. And then Perry and I actually both just saw Ad Astra. Yeah, how was that? Brad Pitt. Is it, it a was, horror film? There were certain elements that were a little really a little, a little thriller, yeah. space horror. No, Whoa. no, a little bit more, and it gave me full like Event Horizon. <gasps> really, I thought it was gonna get there. It didn't quite, Whoa. but it definitely okay. like I was like, oh no, oh no. But it felt it. Uh, Is Event Horizon space horror? 
too God, maybe like interdimensional like yeah. it's like more that it's like oh, okay. si- it's like lovecraftian sci-fi science you know don't open that door don't, don't open, open that, that portal door. don't explore that don't oh, okay. don't do that oh creatures don't bring it in that don't, kind of thing don't play with a ouija board oh, that okay. kind of thing. that type of thing so ad astra had some of that a little bit but it didn't it didn't quite go full because i feel like i saw the horror. trailer for that and it felt like it was trying to be interstellar very it's the same, ins- uh, inspirational same cinematographer yeah. yeah it felt like i don't know i mean did you see lucy in the sky no, no i, no, I didn't get no. to okay was I'm, that natalie portman yeah yeah it's noah holly's new one that looks good everybody's mm-hmm. doing space movies i know, I know. isn't that weird how like i feel like it's again it's the effect of christopher nolan oh well, i think it's of, the effect yeah. of you know, donald trump uh, uh, maybe like we need to go get out. No, not because space. of Space Force, but seriously, like people, like if you watch when shit gets crazy politically, yeah. people go. Movies get super aspirational. Yes, inspirational. Like, yeah, it's true. That's why Rocky fucking crushed it when it came out. Yeah, it's true. Like, and now Creed's coming out and crushing mm-hmm. it. But also, mm-hmm. those are great. And yeah, when but. and the types of films and stuff that were coming out during more hopeful times are very like like again like, like kind we've of come on like, since the dark night even yeah as far ca- as kind of from from the tone the, of movies exactly that was 08 that was the beginning of the obama years and yeah. a lot of stuff that happened was happening right there were like the post-apocalyptic you know like things like the purge it's interesting how that pendulum swings that way yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so now things are very aspirational inspirational um i feel like that's pr- well that's probably the case in the 60s too with yeah. star trek mm-hmm. on television you know um, and then the 70s yeah. was hitting back against it, but then mm-hmm. Rocky came out. So. Yeah, and everybody loved it. Mm-hmm. Um, I just saw Creed 2 on the plane. I haven't oh, seen it for yet. For the first time? So good. Yeah. I, yeah. I really liked it. Okay. It's not as good as Creed 1. Correct. But how could it, could it be? But how could it be? How, how could, could it be? be? But yeah. still, like, really still solid. Still really good. That final match, you still want to, like, <sighs> I feel yeah. like I probably cheered out loud. Yeah. <laughs> when Sylvester Stallone <laughs> dies, that's when it's going to be. What? Oh, you mean when ro- whenever Rocky <laughs> dies? How do you know it doesn't happen in Creed 2? I don't. That's right. I don't. Yeah, so I maybe. love you, kid. So does maybe. he do that? Does he, uh, maybe. Does he maybe. do Mickey? You gotta watch it. It's very You'll good. You'll enjoy it. It's okay. very good. I, I want them to do a third. I want them to do like one last Creed movie. They should. But I don't know what it, what, what would but the movie yeah, be. Yeah, like then if you already had like, you know, Ivan back in this one. Right. Like, yeah, because I don't want it to next? go to his head. I don't want to see that like they did in Rocky. They yeah. did. Right. I don't want. We're, he better not get a robot. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Just go full oh, Pacific man. Rim. Yeah. Have you seen? Wendy, have you seen? Um, to, for to me, for my money, my scariest movie ever, ever is still The Exorcist. How oh, do you feel about that? I can't watch that by myself. Really? Yeah. Have you seen it though? I've seen it. It is it like me out. Yeah, I me too. And I'm not religious. I'm not religious, but every time I watch a movie, I Don't just... Don't you feel something like Dude, I become Catholic, and I'm too. like, oh, it's real. It's real. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm so stupid. I feel like I see things like things are flickering. I'm yeah. seeing things out of the corner of my That's eye. That's one thing about this house that I do hate at <laughs> night. There's so many fucking windows. <laughs> so at night, I cannot see out, yeah, but yeah, anybody yeah. out there can see me can see walking you. around. Yeah, just turn off all the lights. Exactly. So creepy. Yeah, I need to <laughs> just walk around in the darkness. So on all one was fours. I wouldn't put this on my list, but it did affect me for like a good week. Strangers. The yeah, strangers? I know. Oh, I have strangers? never seen it because I can't do Isn't home invasion. To yeah. too? I can't it's do too, home invasion too stuff. Real. Too real. I hate yeah. that's that's my biggest fear. Is uh, I've been asked to like Hector, what's your biggest fear? And my and I'm like, my biggest fear is being out in a cabin in the middle of the woods, no cell phone service. Do you know what I mean? Yep. That scares me more than like being hunted by a killer in a city. I'm like, you're in a city. Right. You can get help. There's help everywhere. Like you you know you you scream and if you want to make part of the horror that like oh nobody will help you and you help oh my god help and nobody's helping you fine but like right out but in that's the woods. Been done. That's been done. But out yeah. in the woods, you got nothing. You're, you have nothing. to survive so on your scary. own. Yeah, it's a hard pass. I prefer to be out in the woods. No way. Climb a tree. Good luck, Buster. <laughs> come, come and get me. I hope you're the person who's yeah, supporting exactly. after you can't climb trees. And then they'll or just smell. go get a chainsaw and then... Where will they ever find me, though? How will they find me in that big-ass tree? I guess There's you're right. only trees. Haven't you seen The Witch, man? It's scary the Witch? In the woods. It's scary in the woods. It is scary in the woods. Have you seen that? Yeah. Yeah, it's messed up. Yeah. It is messed up. They make as soon as that movie opens and it's like Oof. baby jam, baby I was jelly. Like, oh, Damn. No. <laughs> <laughs> Too there much. are a lot of nope moments for me. I was I like, know. Oh. <laughs> there's a lot of movies with uh, nope moments for okay, me. Okay, the opposite of nope moments. I'm curious about this too. You said you love the Little Mermaid, you're a big Disney person. Yeah. What's your favorite Pixar movie? Ooh. Yeah. Toy it is tough. Story. So it is one of them. Toys oh gosh. I mean, I want to say four because that's just the latest one that mm. I saw. Mm-hmm. But I loved uh, maybe just the original. 
Just the first I Toy f- Story? I feel like I should. Pretty solid. I feel Pretty like solid. I should. All right. Yeah. I'm not going to be mad at that. That's good. As you were saying Toy Story, I was about to say like, oh, there's one right answer because I think Toy Story 3 is the best, but the first one's I, also. I love Toy one Story right 3. Yeah. I cried like oh, a baby. absolutely. When they were going down the little incinerator, I was like, what is this? Every See time. See never. My childhood. Every time. Yeah. yeah. I know. So sad. And Are you guys looking forward to new Pixar things. films? It's Onward and Soul. I don't know I haven't anything seen about Soul. I'm excited about the music for sure. Yeah, who's doing the music for that? I don't know. I know that like Questlove's in it. I think really? John Legend's in it. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's going to uh, be like a very like I think it's all going to be bluesy. Nine Inch Nails is in it. Is what? having to do with the music. I wrote all Trent this Reznor? down. Trent Reznor? Oh, yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my oh, gosh. Shit. He did the score for Atticus maybe, Ross, maybe too? Maybe we should Google that. But. Is it going to be the wow. Book of Eli Pixar movie? Heck, yeah. I love that. That seems very interesting. Onward looks okay. Onward looks like it's all Onward, right. Apparently, it's, it's not letting on as much as it has. Yeah, we got to see. There's, we got to see like to eight it. minutes of Ooh, it yeah. at uh, D23. Ooh. So, so that because when I saw the trailer, I was like, okay, great. Sure. It's an adventure film with elf brothers. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. Chris Pratt and Tom Holland. Great. What did you see in those eight minutes? So, uh, the premise is two elf brothers mm-hmm. living with a single mom, mm-hmm. and one is very didn't kind of didn't grow up uh into his age even though he's still like a fun loving brother he's just a little bit more like uh carefree and he's still really into like wizards and spells and like D &D. and i was like i know those people Uh and they're great because i'm one of them (laughs) and little brother tom holland Uh is a little bit more serious you Mm. know in school so they get a letter or a birthday card from their dad when they turned a certain age. Mm-hmm. And the mom's like, your dad left this for you. And basically, because now they live in this like magical village, mm-hmm. but it's, it is modern time. So spells and magic and things like that have been forgotten and replaced with technology, yeah. like airplanes, computers, and things like that. Oh, which is man. So hilarious to me. What we need. Mm-hmm. Exactly <laughs> what we need. It's so funny to kind of see like, you know, how see unicorns then and unicorns now. And they're yeah. kind of like become like trash. Oh, pests. Yeah. In a way. It's so funny. <laughs> um, and so it's an adventure of these two brothers um, kind of taking the birthday card that's left by their dad yeah. and trying to rekindle the magic and spells so they can have their dad back for one day. Oh, no. So, so he's get like ready for the tears. Uh, yeah, because we're as soon, starting as, you, with as, a dead soon dad. as you said... Single mom. I was like, Pixar's gonna lean into this yeah, and they're gonna, you're gonna make cry it. In the first I know. 10 minutes, just I like know. And at the end, and it'll be a really good, you know. Uh, uh, that's interesting because I don't know if they have, have have they explored like a brother brother relationship yet. Mm-hmm. Brother they bear. have done brother bear, but that's not Pixar. <laughs> no, nope. right. But like they've done maybe the closest would maybe be Toy Story, but that's like coworkers. Yeah. Buzz and Woody. Yeah, like they're just and beyond. Bromance. Yeah, bromance. Um, we've had a, the family unit with the Incredibles. <laughs> They did another sort of coworker colleagues thing with Inside Out. Mm-hmm. They had um uh like a like another family thing, but sort of removed and then rekindled with Coco mm-hmm. workers Bugs Life. Yeah, yeah, Bugs Life. That's more of a traditional. This would be like the first actual sibling. Yeah, thing. Uh, yeah. They Garbage did a... Rat and Remy. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, his brother. But that's not about. Their it's not relationship. about. It's about Remy being a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's about him being a cook. And I was also going to say the mother daughter relationship in Brave, which mm. I think is pretty unique. You don't often see like a mother daughter. Yeah. Right? thing in movies like that and stuff like that all right all right so okay you picked parasite it really quickly too before we wrap up can you run down some other stuff that you saw at tiff that you thought was great absolutely everybody check out honey boy it is a directed by uh i'm gonna mess up her last name uh elma harrell Mm -hmm. uh it's a shia movie it's by shia labeouf shia labeouf portrays a version of his dad i'm really curious about it it's like a giant therapy session yeah yeah. it is so good lucas hedges is in it uh noah jupe is in it and you saw noah jupe in a quiet place Mm -hmm. Uh, and he is excellent that kid carried a lot of the film yeah because he plays the young shia right he plays this character and when he is the child actor and then the other actor you mentioned plays him when he's older and doing like the action Mm -hmm. movies and stuff it's incredible yeah. to see. This is the most different I've ever seen Shia perform. He he looks completely different than what we what we known of him. Like he even wore like a like a big belly wow. sort of a thing to kind of you know. And then they also showed photos of his dad during the credits, and I was like, whoa! That he really is was crazy. a rodeo clown. His whoa. dad was a rodeo clown. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's nuts. Yeah. Okay. I uh, saw the trailer for Honey Boy, and I was blown away. So yeah, that's I'm good. Super You'll like intrigued. that one. Cool. Bad Education was really good. Cool. Hugh, Hugh Jackman's that in that one. That's Hugh about Jackman. that scandal where the school embezzled like millions of dollars. Oh. 
Yeah. Wow. And when, and, guys, and it would, it drop out of school. Guys, don't go to school anymore. <laughs> hey, at, at TZ, it's in film school right hey, now. TZ, just drop out. We're kidding. Out. He We're doesn't kidding. listen to this podcast anymore. Oh, yeah. oh here's, no. Here's your film school education. Just watch every Fast and Furious movie. Watch every Fast and Furious movie. Listen to this podcast. That's yeah. all you need. <laughs> <laughs> We're kidding. Uh, you said Jojo Rabbit was I'm good? Kidding. Jojo Rabbit I liked a lot. Great. I liked a lot. It's not my favorite out of the three Taika films, mm-hmm. but uh, I I enjoyed it. A lot. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I'm really. I've been meaning to go back and rewatch all of his stuff because I've like, never seen Eagle versus Shark. I saw that years ago and didn't like it. I, I haven't seen that. Yeah. Either. Boy I, is my favorite. Boy, Keller's a big fan of. I think it's wonderful. Great movie. What we do in the shadows is the best. Yeah, that's my favorite. It's the Hunt best. Hunt for the Wilder People. Hunt though. for the Wilder People is really good. And I love Thor. And that's also yeah. a Marvel joint, not just a Taika thing. You know, he's sharing custody with that one. But I love Thor Ragnarok very, very much. But it's a Taika so movie. But it's a t- and now he's gonna he's like in Star Wars and he's going to be in the Suicide Squad. I don't. What he's the heck? Literally everywhere. He's living the dream. Living the dream. Amazing. Good for him. I'm glad he blew up so Good for him. Much. I know. <laughs> I know. And uh, yeah, Keller, you watched a pilot for the the what we do in the Shadow Show. Yeah, it's funny. It was good. It's yeah. very funny. It yeah. looks good. Looks yeah. good. And, and now it's like a different story from the. It's movie. in America. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're American vampires. But nice. Does Taika cameo in it? Like he and he the directed ca- the first episode. I haven't gotten that far though. I think at some point in the show, I saw a picture. Of he and some people I think from the they, movie. Yeah, those characters yes, come in the crossover. show because yeah. it's you know because they're all they all know each other. Yeah, which is great. I wonder. If, I wonder if he's still with his old old girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> it's very very silly. I love it. I That's hope great because so. uh, she's a vampire now. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. So yeah, they, they better make that work. <laughs> um, but knowing them, it'll be really funny. I I was really bummed because the one time I got to visit New Zealand really quickly for a business thing, mm-hmm. for a work thing, flying down there and flying up, they had the show uh, Wellington Paranormal on oh, the plane, yeah. which is like set in the same world, produced by Taika and all those people, but like. Remember it's the two not, cops that show up? Yeah. yeah. During what we, there's yeah. a whole show about those two cops. Yes. Stop. That's a, a TV sh- show over yeah. there? Yes. Oh. And it's like, it's not over Tiger here anywhere. It. It's not available It's just in here. New Zealand? Yes. No. As of right now. I wonder if you can buy like first season on Amazon I now. don't think you can. Well, uh, maybe, but it Import was, it, I saw like two or three episodes and I was like, this is hilarious. All the reason to go back to New Zealand. I know, right? Just, yeah. just to get on that plane. Anybody from New Zealand, please track that down for us and get it for us. I know. If we have any listeners in New Zealand. Thank you. But it was really, really good. And I really like that style of like, you know, fake documentary mm-hmm. comedy thing. It's so, so funny. funny. Yeah. Wendy, thank you so much for being a guest on our yeah. show today. This was wonderful. It really was. Thank that, you for so sitting through fun. that movie with us. Yeah, the great. movie was whatever, <laughs> but we got to talk the about movies yeah. and everything. Yeah, yes. absolutely. Before we go, one more time, can you promote your YouTube channel, podcast, and anything else that you want to uh, point to and where people can follow you on the internet? Oh, you can find me uh, in various videos at Collider. You can follow the Geek and Glitter podcast, which is available on all podcasting platforms, mm-hmm. and the YouTube channel is is the movie couple just type that in the search bar and you'll find it yeah. and you can find me at wendy lee zany that's s-z-a-n-y on twitter and instagram i think you're gonna awesome. have to do the movie couple but maybe with a parry to re re, re the horror stuff. recover the hor- like the yeah. saw stuff he won't he won't do anything yeah. i took him to the visit <laughs> or make him sit with both of you that'd be very funny i would have mm. to tell him the bad thing that's coming up yeah. before just yeah. just to but kind that's of, the thing about saw you know everything bad that's coming up about it yeah. and they just make a big to do <laughs> out of every one of them it's like we're gonna cut off his leg where we're gonna cut off his leg i'm gonna cut off my leg i'm gonna cut off my leg they tell you what's very telegraphed it's very just listen i know i have friends like that I love him dearly. Just hand him a phone and be like, "Look, here's the Wikipedia plot. Just read ahead, yeah. so you know so what's you know coming." I'll do that. I you did know? that before I watched Hereditary. It yeah. helped. Oh God, helped. Rest, that's helped. an image that will not leave my head ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Tony Collette. I don't even yeah. know what Keller was doing. He was poking his neck with Have something. You seen Hereditary I haven't yet. yet. Well, oh. let's spoil it. Tony Collette no, cuts no. off her head by stabbing <gasps> it repeatedly over and over again she's while next. she's floating in the air, and she Just straight like, up cuts off her own head. Doesn't she like? Floss it off almost. Ooh. Yeah, she basically floss. I think. I don't Ooh. know. I watched I it. I also watched that on a plane. I there have was nothing watched else it. I wanted. Like this? <laughs> oh, did you see God. Midsummer? I did. Yeah. How'd you feel about that? Oh, man. <laughs> okay. That's a movie I can't revisit. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. That's I'm going to watch it later on my phone. I liked better. It's yeah. going to be one of those. Yeah. Like I find horror better. movies on my phone are better. Because you can just go, oh. Yeah. Basically. You can distract yourself. And definitely not with headphones because. 
horror movie with headphones oh, is torture. It's so got much. Chills. Um, <laughs> uh, well, guys, you got some great picks, including be on the lookout for Parasite. Yes. Thank you again for that, I'm Wendy. I'm so pumped for that. So stoked. Thank you again for being on the podcast. Keller, what movie yes, are we watching you. next week, and who's our guest going to be? Ooh, next week, Chelsea Pine will be joining us to watch Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. In 3D. Finding Nemo is currently streaming on Freeform. Freeform. And another thing I texted you, Keller. Sure. What was it? Can you pull it? I, have, I don't know where my phone is. If you want to go watch Finding Nemo and join us next week, if you haven't already, or if you don't already own it on Blu-ray and DVD like I do, it's on Freeform TV. Sling TV. Sling TV. It's you streaming. Said that it is steaming. Steaming on both of those things. And also, I think it's rentable on various places on the internet. It's not in the Disney vault. You can get mm-hmm. access to it. Uh, so go watch Finding Nemo. Guys, go buy Finding go Nemo. buy Finding Nemo. You should own it. Buy a 3D television. Buy Finding Nemo in 3D. It's one of the best 3D experiences you'll ever and see. And we're going to watch it. And Wait then we'll be back. What? How do you feel about 3D, t- 3D <laughs> movies? I I only like them on the real D screens. Mm, okay. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. okay. Cool. Fair. Fair. With the lighter little plastic glasses. Yeah. Wonderful. We got a 3D TV and that's what nice. we have. Nice. So, yeah. yeah it's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, pretty cool. So okay, fancy. Very fancy. <laughs> Hector um, is very fancy. Yeah. It's, it's a fancy boy. It's my favorite thing in the house is that television because mm-hmm. of that. And <laughs> we got a bunch of little plastic glasses on the side and we can let people watch movies. But everybody, thank you again for listening. Go yes, watch. Thank you. Finding Nemo. Back next week with Chelsea Pine. Give us some five-star reviews to yeah, counteract those one-stars count- <laughs> if you feel like it. And listen, you can leave a mean comment, but yeah. as long as it's five stars, we'll read it. Or you can say something super nice and leave a one-star because that mean, was pretty funny. It was pretty but funny. But also don't do that. Because it might mess up the algorithm. <laughs> exactly. We're trying, to, we're trying to make it big, guys. We're trying to game the system. We're trying to be number 56 in, in Norway. In Norway, <laughs> yeah. Number 73. Come on. we got to bump up to 56. Where my Norwegians at? Let your friends know. Let your neighbors know. Be nice and friendly. Tell your fellow Norwegians. Open the door. I assume they just have unlocked doors there because it's Norway and it's everybody's nice. Safe. Exactly. And just knock on the door and be like, hello, free hey, healthcare. Can I have some of your healthcare too? <laughs> can I have some of your healthcare? Yes, here's some healthcare. Yes. Oh, by the way, I'm listening oh, to I this movie healthcare. podcast. <laughs> That's nice. You know what? You should be very thankful that we didn't do the Swedish chef. All right, everybody. We'll see That's true. you. That's Sweden, though. That's not Norway. Uh- <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> okay. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye.